Hey, welcome to our podcast, Live Him Out, where our goal here is to educate and motivate people how to live out their faith in their lives. Our episode today is, What Does Satan Sound Like? So, welcome to Live Him Out. All right, so we're glad you're joining us today. So we talk about what does Satan sound like? You know, that's a pretty important question because uh, he wants to get in your head. He wants to talk, and he has something he wants to say. And the thing about uh, trying to identify the voice of Satan, he's never going to identify himself as the evil one to begin with. Yeah, that's true. He's not going to come at you with his creepy, dark, you know, (laughs) sound. He's going to come at you. With a disguised voice. Yep. That's what makes it so deceptive. Mm-hmm. Yep. He he shows up often even sounding like our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he shows up trying to sound like God. Yeah. So it makes it very difficult true. to understand what he sounds like. But as believers, it's pretty important Absolutely. for us to understand and be able to decipher, okay, what, yeah. what thoughts are from God, mm-hmm. which ones are from me, and which ones are from the enemy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and as the deceiver, again, he wants to cloak himself in things yeah. that sound like and look like things that we're familiar with or things that we would buy into. Good point. Uh, and so that's just another like deceivers and the title that he has, you know? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, I love that cloak and camo. Mm-hmm. That's his, that's his style. Yeah, Move under absolutely. the radar. Uh, he's never going to parade himself as for who, as who no. he is. Yeah, absolutely. But he will, he'll masquerade himself mm-hmm. uh, to be something that I like that. What we would be comfortable with Yeah, that we absolutely. would, that we would welcome into the conversation mm-hmm. in our mind. So yeah. um, we know from some verses of Scripture that the nature of, of Satan himself and, and his evil forces, they are not based in truth. They yeah. are uh, based in deception and lies. Yeah. Uh, Jesus said uh, that he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth. This is from John 8, 44, uh, because there's no truth in him. And when he speaks, he, he speaks lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he speaks from his own resources. He is a liar and the father of it. So. Yeah. Uh, there's not uh, there's not some good things that Satan no. has to say. Uh-uh. It's all deceptive. Yeah. It's all lies, and that drives home even more the importance that we must place on being able to recognize absolutely truth and then recognize mm-hmm. his voice of deception. Yeah, uh, Peter would go on and write later. Be sober, be vigilant, because the adversary, uh, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, and gives us some kind of clue as to some of the sound there yeah, almost absolutely uh seeking whom he may devour resist him steadfast in the faith mm-hmm. so yeah and again that's his goal is not just to like uh you know get a little inkling of you but to devour you to devour your whole life in your that's true in your marriage or even in the way you parent or in the way that you see god he's looking to totally swallow it yeah you know that's true he has no uh good intentions mm-hmm. uh, for you yeah uh, they're all evil, and, mm-hmm. they're, and 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 even for the believer, especially. Yes, he, he knows he cannot possess your soul, exactly. but he can certainly uh, attempt to demolish your faith and your trust, yep. and and to drive you into uh, dis-ease, yep. drive you into darkness, yep. drive you into pain, yeah, isolation, yeah, all exactly. That. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of different titles, of course, that the Scripture gives for Satan. He's the father of lies. He's the murderer. He's the uh, the deceiver, the tempter, the evil one. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name, even Satan, means adversary. But the one we're going to really uh, dial down into today is a name that defines not just who he is, but what he does. And there's a couple different references in Scripture where we see this. In fact, actually more than a couple. Yeah. We're going to talk about those yeah. today. Um, 
And when you understand this about who he is, it will help you recognize his voice. Yes. And so it won't be necessarily in the tone Mm -mm. that you hear, but it will be in the words that he is saying. It'll be in what he is saying. And where it leads you to go. Yes, great. So if you can recognize what it is and where it's leading you, then you can say, okay, that is not a voice from God. Yes. And I must resist that, deny that, and walk away from it. Mm-hmm. So that the other title, or one of the other prominent titles that's used for Satan, is that he is the accuser. Yeah. He is the one who stands to bring a charge against someone else, who accuses uh, someone of what they have done or what they've not done even mm-hmm. to insinuate something, to accuse, to paint a picture or to repeat a charge again yeah. and again yeah. and again. And you so you see this title and you see this activity as accuser as one of the predominant features of what Satan sounds like. Now, you see it in multiple scenarios in Scripture, multiple mm-hmm. occasions. So one of those, we could start with uh, the book of Job. Yeah. So there we find Satan standing before God, and he is accusing Job. Yeah. And so here we see him doing what he is. He's mm-hmm. an accuser, and he's doing it even to God. To God, yeah. Exactly. That's just crazy. Yeah. He's using uh, Job to try to... Uh, or he's using God to try to point something at him, at, at Job, and say, see, this man, he yeah. only follows you because you protect him. He yep. only follows you because you've been nice to him. Mm. And, and and Satan insinuates and paints this accusation against Job, yeah. against Job and says, God, why don't you take away what he is or what he has, yeah. and let's see what he is. Yeah. And yeah. Satan was trying to infer, if he didn't have what he has... Yeah. He wouldn't trust you for who you are. Exactly. Instantly accusing God of of being just this benevolent, like, hey, this guy only loves you because, like you're saying, because you only protect him. And so yeah. I'm I'm gonna toss out this this plea against you in a sense, you know. Yeah. That That's true. It's not really who he is. Yeah. So here he is accusing mm-hmm. and he's standing before God to accuse Job. So we, we must know that this is some of the activity that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, this is part of what Satan does. If he if he's going to have a conversation with someone, it's going to have some accusation yes. within it. It's going to have yes. some insinuation. It's going to have some suggestion because he he at the core is evil. He at the core is a deceiver, is yep. a liar, yep. is seeking to divide, is seeking to devour. Mm-hmm. And so if he does it before God, then he'll do it in other places oh, as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. So, Many other places. <laughs> yeah. So one of the other places that we see that is that Satan stands before us yes. to accuse God. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we see that in the garden. Um, uh, Adam and Eve haven't been on the planet very long. Yeah. And and Satan is already going to work. Instantly accusing. Doing yeah. that very thing. And he, he goes to Eve and begins an insinuation, an accusation, a judgment against God's motives Mm -hmm. um, that says, has God indeed said? Yeah. Uh, And then they have a conversation back and forth. She engages him in the conversation of an accusation, which is dangerous. Yes. You're not going to win in a conversation with Satan. mm -hmm. Yeah, not going to convince the accuser to go a different way. (laughs) It's just not going to (laughs) happen. Exactly. And so he, he continues 
you will not surely die. Yeah. So there again is an insinuation that God will surely not do this. God did not mean that. God will not hold to what he said. Mm-hmm. And so this is what he does. Insinuation, accusation, especially of motive. Yeah. And this is where he loves to, to get in and plant something divisive. Mm-hmm. So he, he did that there in the garden, but he continues that even today yes. with us. Yes. And you find in our own lives, I'm sure everyone would recognize this idea that there's been times when you've had thoughts yes. that have come up within your own mind that have said, is God really good? Is he going to be good to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, just that little insinuation. It's, it's basically, it is the, did God really say? It, it is basically that. It's the, the same accusation. thing. That's right. Yeah, uh, so we start looking at our circumstances, and then in comes the thought. Mm-hmm. Well, God, if God was for me, then this wouldn't be happening to me. Yeah. If God was with me, this wouldn't be happening uh-huh. to me. Yeah. You know, if God was good to me, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Those those are indicators that the enemy's at the table, mm-hmm. and he exactly. has started his work. Exactly. And again, he'll never parade himself for who he is. He'll simply... Uh, cloak himself into yes. a comfortable conversation yes. that sounds a lot like our own uh-huh. thoughts. That can lead you down different trails and all that stuff and yep. get you a little further down. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, if, if you if you don't resist him, if you don't stand steadfast in the faith, yep. you'll start the conversation. Exactly. Like, well, yeah. you know, I mean, my life really hasn't been good, but I have been faithful, but he hasn't shown himself faithful. But, yeah. you know, he, he maybe uh-huh. he's not good. Maybe he is withholding good to yeah. me. Maybe this is... You know, maybe yeah. he's trying to get me back for something. I, I, and all of a sudden, you just, exactly. you, you've spun out of control. Yeah. I think another thing is that the enemy uh, in this right here stands before us to accuse God. And he's also trying to elevate us mm. uh, even higher and, in a sense, cause pride into our life uh, to where we start saying, well, hey, I've, I've been faithful, but I haven't seen any result yeah. of this from God. You know, I, yeah. haven't, I haven't seen him do what I want him to do and all right. and it starts to elevate yourself right. more than who God is uh, the enemy's never going to elevate God above you but no. but give you every reason to start thinking hey I do deserve and I ought yeah. to have and why it's hasn't true. this and you know true, especially yeah. in our in our relationship and our standing with God yeah and so the thought start of well I I pray yeah I I read the bible yeah. I go to church uh-huh. Why is this happening in my life? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's just so deceptive and, and it's so divisive at that moment. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, this is partly how you recognize the activity of Satan to, to drive a wedge into a relationship yep. and attempt to split it yep. wide open. Absolutely. Um, whether, uh, again, it's God toward us or us mm-hmm. toward God. And mm-hmm. This is where it starts. Yep. Uh, so this is, this is part of how you recognize whenever there's an accusation against God mm-hmm. in your life, an accusation against his uh, motives, yep. against his heart, against his word, against his word for sure, then <laughs> you can know, all right, that is from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how pretty, logical, yep. analytical, yeah. cool it sounds in my own uh-huh. head, that true. is from the enemy. It's true. So uh, those, yes. are, those are two of the areas that, yeah. that Satan uh, attempts to uh, be uh, accusational, but that that's not all because no. again, it's his nature, and so he'll do it in, in in many different circumstances. One of the other places it happens, I think, is that Satan sta- Satan stands before us to accuse 
others. Yeah, and this is where it gets a lot more relational on our horizontal yes. life because here we've been talking about how we relate with God and how Satan wants to drive a wedge there. But yes. this is the the real life day-to-day, you know, people we interact with stuff. Yeah, this is where it turns from the vertical to the horizontal. Mm-hmm. And, and Satan wants to get in your head and he wants to create division and he wants to create distraction and he wants to, to separate. So the way that often happens is he comes to us, yeah. uh, masks himself, cloaks himself, mm-hmm. camos himself mm-hmm. into our own thoughts, and then he will use that moment <clears throat> to try to cause us to turn against the people in our life. Exactly. And he does it through the same tactic by creating accusation against someone else's motives. Yep. This is one of the most um, destructive pieces I've seen in my own life yep. uh, in relationships yeah, is where a thought begins that you think you know someone else's motive and the yeah. assumption is that it's negative, yep. that you know why they are doing what they're doing and their mm-hmm. intentions are bad yeah. or selfish. Yeah, and you build up this whole case of what this person's doing, why they're doing yes. it, how they're going to do it, and why they're so against you and all this stuff. Yeah. Yes, and that, it all happens in our head. Mm-hmm. It all happens, you yeah. know, without anyone else knowing it. The conversation happens, and, and Satan is right there cloaked and yep. whispering yep. our own thoughts to us. Yep. Uh, oh, they did this to you because they're really out to get you. Yeah. Or they really, they're just... Uh, they want to take advantage of you, or they want to mm-hmm. they want to control you. Yeah. And so, the minute that gets in your head, then you the same thing happens. You start elevating yourself. Yes, exactly. You start looking Over the down others. on yep. them. You think I know more mm-hmm. the situation than they do. Yep. And and the thing is, I've done some of this in my life, and I've yeah. had it done to me. Yep. And it's impossible to bring resolve to it. Yes, it really is. Because yep. when someone is convinced they know your motives, no matter no, how hard yeah, you try no winning. <laughs> to convince them, there's no way out because nope. they're convinced they know your motive. Yep. So it's a lose-lose. And then if exactly. I think I know someone else's motives and, and I judge yeah. them as evil. Yep. And then they try to convince you elsewhere. They try like, to convince no, me. I but, already know what you're thinking and yeah, why you did that. Yeah. And I say, well, I knew you were going to say that. It's just yeah. because that's, that's part of your motive. You know? <laughs> It's, it's a crazy yeah. cycle that yeah. the enemy loves to yeah. do is to get us into this place where we are uh, assuming we know someone else's motives. Yeah. And I really think when, when Jesus talked about um, judge not lest you be judged, mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't talking about uh, looking at a scenario or, or evaluating uh, even people that come into our life and, yeah. and evaluating their words, what they have to say, or their or the actions that they have toward us. He was talking about getting to this place where you judge, you assume someone else's motive, and you cast a verdict on them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I know what you're thinking, but mm-hmm. you don't. And yeah. I know your motives, which yeah. are impossible. Yep. And I'm going to cast judgment and verdict on it. Yep. Done. And that's final. Yeah. yeah that's no right. Say. That is the work of the enemy. It's, yep. it's, it's, again, it fits the characteristic. It yep. fits the MO. This is how he operates. Yep. To accuse, bring a charge against someone uh, based on their motives mm-hmm. that are evil. Mm-hmm. And he does that in relationships. Mm-hmm. And he wants you to assume you know someone else's motives. And then the other piece that goes with that, he wants you to um, then blame them for everything that's wrong in your life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a destructive piece. That's true. And that's why you find warnings like in Hebrews 12, 15, 
Uh, it says, look, look carefully, uh, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God and a root of bitterness spring up. Yeah. Where this root comes up because of that seed of accusation yep. that was planted. Exactly. And then pretty soon you're, you're filled with trouble. Mm-hmm. And it, in Hebrews, the way it describes it, it says that when this root grows, many people are going to be defiled. Yeah. You're yeah, going to spread some exactly. poison because mm-hmm. you're going to start talking about this person. Yeah. Make gossip about this person, exactly. cast judgment on this person, get into fight with this person. Yeah. Conflict goes on. And so it all starts with that phrase, that one tactic of the enemy of accusing. Exactly. Oh. So, so how would you say that right there ties into like a marriage uh, yeah. with the accusations uh, Satan stands before us to accuse other people in a marriage. How, how does yeah. that play out? I know you kind of touched on that. But. Yeah, no, that is, it's very real. It, it happens, you know, obviously the greatest pain can come out of the greatest uh, relationships we have. Yeah, And so you have a marriage relationship or two or one, and they've shared life together, and they share mm-hmm. their hearts together. Uh, Satan's out to destroy that. Yes, And, and one of the ways that he does that is by planting accusational thoughts. Yes. Into our mind. Yeah. So, you know, for me, a, a thought pops in my head about, you know, Heather, my wife. And if I'm not careful, if I'm not aware of what the enemy's doing, I can start thinking, okay, I know her motives. I know what she's out. She's, she's got this ulterior motive. She's yeah. got this selfish plan. Yep. She's got this, you mm-hmm. know, heart problem. And, and that makes me, you know, elevate myself. Exactly. Makes me look down like on her. her. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that changes the tone of a discussion then because then I come across as condescending. I come mm-hmm. across as angry and bitter and yeah. uh, know-it-all. And, and it's just, it's a destructive, highly destructive yes. piece in a marriage. Yeah, for sure. Um, you could walk that out with parenting as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, True. There's a place for uh, training your children, obviously, and disciplining yeah. your children. Yeah. Um, but it's best to discipline for the actual activities of what was said or done mm-hmm. rather than your assumption of what their yes. motives were yeah. in the deal. And so um, as a, I still say there is, it is impossible yes. to ever know someone else's motives. Agreed. Definitely agree. So uh, anytime a thought, comes to my mind that I think I do know someone else's motives. I, I attempt to dismiss that and dismantle that because yep. that is That's good. Um, it's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can evaluate what's said. I can evaluate what's been done, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, and I may have some context clues that make me think I know a motive, yeah. but it's impossible. Yeah. I, I've, I've been there. I've tried it. I've done it. I've been burned by it. I've been hurt by it. Yeah. I, I have caused hurt by it. And so I, I only now make it my goal to evaluate the words that are said and the actions that are displayed. That's good. And that I can I can work from. So yeah, for sure. Uh, again, Satan wants to stand before us to accuse other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another similar tactic that he uses, and this is where he stands before others to accuse us. Mm. Now this That's is similar. <laughs> uh, this is uh, and this is one of those that I can't really control. Yep. No, not at all. When someone else um, listens to a voice of accusation and they claim they know my motives yeah. or they uh, want to cast an accusation against me mm-hmm. for something they think I have done or they want to repeat something I have done and they want to hold a charge against yep. me, uh, that's painful. Yeah. It's difficult. Absolutely. And, and that happens in relationships. 
It, it, it even happens in, in cultural settings. Yep. You find that in, in the gospel. You find it in the New Testament yep. where God's people were having charges leveled against them that yeah. were not even accurate. Yeah. I mean, Jesus himself exactly. is falsely accused, falsely arrested, yep. uh, and charged yes. and, and, and pays the price mm-hmm. for something he did not do. Yep. So it is the work of the enemy yeah. to attempt to accuse uh, or stand before others and accuse, accuse us. us. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, and Jesus bears the weight of all Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, even even whenever all the people are, are, ch- are shouting out to to Jesus and to Pilate, right, who are mm-hmm. saying crucify him, even there, that's other people accusing Jesus of something that he has not really done, right? Yeah. I mean, he has not done anything wrong. Right. But even there, Jesus still stands silent, right? Mm-hmm. He's He's not... He's not fighting back, acting like or feeling like he needs to justify himself because he knows yeah. I'm standing in the truth. Yeah. I know what the truth is. I know that this is who I am. I'm not gonna change who I am yeah. just so that these other people won't accuse me of what whatever they think I've done, you know. Yeah. It's so tough because in that moment when when the crowd turns against you, yeah, you know, or even a friend group yeah. turns against exactly. you. Um you, that hurts. Yes. And you you wanna even there's a temptation to want to just yield and go with whatever yeah, they say. say. All right. Well, if that's, if it makes you not accuse me or if it makes me not in the spotlight, I'll just go with it. Uh, yeah. I'll just admit to it, even though I didn't do it or, yep. or whatever. I'll go with the flow, go on mm-hmm. with the crowd. And, and, but no, you're right. Jesus stands in his own truth and his own convictions yes. and he's silent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not the time to try to, justify yeah, yourself exactly. explain yourself exactly. yeah he's not uh, giving like an angry silent treatment to everyone but he's he's saying <laughs> exactly. like i know who i am I, this is not my time to talk because he even knows he's not going to convince them he's not going to convince the accuser no why oh well here's 10 reasons why you actually shouldn't crucify yeah. me you know yeah. but he's saying like i'm standing in the truth because i know this is this is the truth this is what god has for me and i'm going to do this yeah. you know and, and and sometimes it happens that way that mm-hmm. the crowd turns against you mm-hmm. uh, there's no there's no way to explain justify yeah. or yep. uh, convince them true. of anything different it's true and, and as a result there have been people through history who have been who become yes. martyrs yes in the faith exactly um, many who have who, who gave their life mm-hmm. standing in the conviction of, yep. that they believed in that God yep. had called them to yeah. speaking truth exactly even though others had turned against them and, mm-hmm. and accusations were levied and, yes when they had done nothing wrong yeah I mean people literally burned at the stake tossed in the ocean all that right. stuff for people accusing them uh, mm-hmm. Satan standing before others accusing them mm-hmm. right yeah. and and for whatever reasons it is yeah and again that these are his tactics yeah to accuse exactly levy charges mm-hmm. um to make you think you know their motives and then cast verdict in your mind yes done i know who they are i know yep. what they do yeah and therefore i'm in a position to level a charge yeah. against them so um you get to the book of romans and uh, of course you have chapter eight it has some <laughs> powerful truths there yeah. you know uh, all things work together for good of those mm-hmm. who love God and called the called according to his purpose yeah. and all of that Absolutely. in the midst of that whole passage right there in verse 33 <laughs> you have this this powerful simple statement that Paul writes he says who shall bring a charge against God's elect mm. and so here you you kind of get this feel that Paul has felt the weight of this yeah exactly Paul knows what oh, yeah. it's like to have charges leveled, leveled against him mm-hmm. that were not true Mm-hmm. Um, that were accusational, that were uh, judgments on his motive, uh, and th- yeah. that, that they were just charges, though, that weren't 
based exactly. in truth. Exactly. And so Paul says, look, who, who could bring a charge against us? And he answers the question, it is God who justifies. Yeah, amen. Yeah. And so there has to be this place that we come to as, as, as people of faith where we say, okay, my standing mm-hmm. is based on what God says and what he says about me. Yeah. And uh, the world may turn against me and judge and assume my motives. Um, uh, people I know might turn against me, judge mm-hmm. and assume mm-hmm. my motives. Yep. Even those closest to me. Yep. might turn against me yep. and assume and judge my motives. Exactly. But it is God who justifies. And, yeah. and sometimes that'll bring you to a you know pretty solemn place yeah, of, exactly. of dependence on, yeah. okay, God, you alone are the one yeah. who justifies me, who yeah. says, you are right. Yes. I will protect you. Mm-hmm. Again, that literally goes to Jesus in his life as he's, you know, even in the garden, like yeah. from the from the upper room all the way to the garden where it's these people where he knows they're going to turn against him. Some already have, yeah. but he still says, this is God who justifies me. This is God who has made me to be in this position that yeah. I'm in and has, has me going through these things that I'm going to go through. And it's for greater good, but at the same time, he's still going to experience great loss, great yeah. pain, great yeah. suffering. But uh, even in all that, he knows, okay, this right here, is where I find my peace and yeah. I know that God has a purpose for me, right? Right, it's true. Yeah. So uh, I think the other piece where Satan stands to accuse mm-hmm. um, is that he stands before us yeah. to accuse us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he comes in, and again, with cloaked camo, mm-hmm. under the radar, mm-hmm. stealth uh, yes. ability to change his voice Mm-hmm. to sound like us, and then he turns everything about us against us. Yes. And he begins leveling charges. And so he he wants to remind us of our sins. Mm-hmm. He wants to remind us of all of our failures in our past mm-hmm. to keep bringing them up, yep. to keep replaying them, yeah. uh, like like a bad VCR tape, yeah. just keep <laughs> replaying the past. Yeah. Or TikToks again. Yeah, or yeah, modern day, <laughs> well, modern day TikTok. TikTok scenario. Yeah, you just keep playing the loop over and over yeah. again. And, and, and he loves that. He wants yeah. to play the TikTok in your head of yeah. your sin. Absolutely. Uh, and keep it, keep it before you. Because yeah. if he can do that, then he can keep leveling the charges. Yes. And that'll keep you looking at your sin. Yeah. And when you're looking at your sin... You're crumbling. You, you're you're falling. Yeah, quick. So absolutely. Um, he wants to keep your your sins in front of you. Mm-hmm. He also wants to keep your um, unworthiness in front of you. Now this gets yeah. tricky <laughs> because yeah. in and of myself, I am unworthy mm-hmm. in the flesh. In yes. the flesh, but when I believed in Jesus mm-hmm. and he came into my life and mm-hmm. I was born again and became a new person in Christ. Yes. I was seated with him in heavenly places and yes. I became a new person. Mm-hmm. You so were justified. I was justified. So God, mm-hmm. God is the one who justifies yes. by, by his grace through mm-hmm. faith. Yes. And that is even right from here. him. There That's you go. Yeah. So, um, with that in mind, then I now can by faith say I have been forgiven. Yep. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wear the yes. old name yes. of unworthy, yep. unclean, uh, unclean, yeah. unjust. Yep. Uh, if I looked at my sin, yes, I could. Yeah, and that's all you could say. That'd be the only thing I could say. Mm-hmm. But because of what Christ has exactly. done, because it's now, been paid for. Yes, he 
he calls me uh, just. Yes. He calls me clean. Mm -hmm. He calls me even righteous. Mm -hmm. He even says in the book of Colossians, I am blameless. Yeah, exactly. Not because of what I've done. Yeah, absolutely. And even there's a verse in Romans that talks about the just shall live by faith, right? Or the righteous shall live by faith. So we who are living by faith are called righteous by God, right? And that's the only way you'll ever, I mean, really truly walk in that is walking in faith in what God has said and what God has called you. Yeah. Right? So, so Satan, however, he wants to keep your yes. weaknesses, mm-hmm. your sin, yes. your inabilities, mm-hmm. um, and, and undeservedness in front of you. Yes. And, and the more he can keep charging you with that, mm-hmm. more he can and insinuate, yes. the more he can, attempt to point out your motives are wrong. Oh, you're only doing this so you can get your way. Oh, you're only doing this. So for your own personal benefit, those are all insinuations from the enemy. Anything that has assumption of motive with a negative bent to it, that is bent on uh, driving you to a place of having a charge leveled and you are condemned. Yep. That's from the enemy. Yep. Absolutely. Whether Any it accusation. Is, yeah. Whether it's toward you, toward someone else, from mm-hmm. them, to you, toward yeah. God. It doesn't matter. All that. Accusation is the theme. Yes. It comes from the enemy. Exactly. So yeah. uh, the Bible leaves us with hope in the midst yep. of all this. Uh, as, yep. as strategic, cloaked, and powerful as the enemy is, mm-hmm. uh, we do not have to fall prey to his accusation. So the more uh, he wants us to keep looking at our sin, the Bible says, no, look unto Jesus. Yeah. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. Yes. So you get all the way to the book of Revelation and you get a glimpse into the future mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of this accuser. And it says there in Revelation 12, verses 10 and 11, uh, it says, then I heard a loud voice in heaven. And here's what this voice said. It says, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. And because this is now the time when Jesus has exerted his full authority, yeah. uh, his enemies are, are put under his feet, yep. all of this has happened, and here's what it says. It says, For the accuser of our brethren, mm. who accused them before our God day and night, mm-hmm. has been cast down. So yeah. finally, yeah. the day comes when the accusations end, the one who stood before God, the one who stood before man, the one who stood trying to deceive man and yeah. cause division, cause distraction, yeah. all of that comes to an end. Yeah. And then it gives us this beautiful phrase. It says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb Amen. and by the word of their testimony, mm-hmm. and they did not love their lives to the death. Yeah. So the way to victory over accusation, whenever accusations come to you about your sin, yep. your weakness, your inabilities, you overcome by looking to the blood of the lamb. Yes. Yeah. You say, absolutely. I, I am not who I was, yep. but the blood of the lamb proves to me yep. I have been loved. I have been redeemed. Yes. I am forgiven. I am no longer my past sin. Yeah. I am now by faith, the righteousness of God in mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. This is now who I am. Yes. So you overcome by the blood of the lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, they overcame by their testimony. Yeah. That's interesting. They told the story Knowing of their, their story. life. Yeah. They, so when all the accusations came about uh, God's not good, he's left you, he's not for you, they recalled their testimony. Yes. And they said, no, wait a minute. I remember when he 
provided for me here. Yep. I remember when he forgave me here. Yeah. I remember when he met me here. Mm-hmm. I remember when I saw this miraculous event in my life. Yes. The testimony, the story. Exactly. And it says they didn't love their lives to the death. That even though others accused them, even though uh, the culture turned against them, mm-hmm. even though maybe their friend group turned against yep. them, even though maybe their family turned against yeah. them, they didn't love their lives to the death. Uh, it was more important to remember that God is the one who justifies yes. than the culture and the yes. crowd yeah. and anyone else around yes. us. And Absolutely. they stood in who they were in the face of every accusation and charge. Mm-hmm. So That's good. I think we have a pretty good clue yes. As, of yes. what Satan sounds like. Yes. And so uh, it's a good encouragement for us. Enter this into your, your truth base now. Yes, exactly. And use this to start filtering yeah. every conversation. Yep. Especially yeah. the ones that sound like you. Yes, exactly. Because he wants to yeah. get in there and deceive like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's then, truly how you'll live him out in your life is whenever you're whenever you're aware of how the enemy sounds and then how to shut it down as well. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and we're called to be more than conquerors. Yeah. Amen. But with this truth, uh, I think we can. Mm-hmm. I think we can learn to recognize the sound of Satan's voice For sure. and shut it down walk in truth instead so absolutely it's good stuff yeah good stuff thanks for joining us today hope it's been helpful to you in living out your faith we'll see you next time